to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. And welcome to the Summer Book Club episode, everyone. We will be spending the entire episode discussing Tayari Jones's popular novel, An American Marriage. But first, I have a mocktail for us. Yes. A mocktail so good it almost tastes like a cocktail. Yes. So this features a uh, recurring uh, guest on the the podcast. (laughs) Um, Iconic cocktail mixers made locally here, but ships, I think, all over the U.S. Yeah. Maybe worldwide. Um, Anyway, this is featuring their summer seasonal Pichu Berry Peach Sour, mm-hmm. or some combination mm-hmm. of those words. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, mixer. Yes. And I mixed that with each of us got half of a squeezed lime and then tonic. Yum. So I think you it's going to be. You could insert gin or vodka yes. and it would be Usually I do, fun. but it's um, before noon. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. as well with a summer before noon on a monday might we add (laughs) yeah friday friday maybe Uh, maybe okay so let's get into our book discussion first as usual i'm going to read the summary from goodreads to kind of remind us all of what we read so here is what american an american marriage is about newlywed celestial and roy are the embodiment of both the american dream and the new south he is a young executive and she is an artist on the brink of an exciting career But as they settle into the routine of their life together, they are ripped apart by circumstances neither could have imagined. Roy is arrested and sentenced to 12 years for a crime Celestial knows he didn't commit. Though fiercely independent, Celestial finds herself bereft and unmoored, taking comfort in Andre, her childhood friend and best man at their wedding. As Roy's time in prison passes, she is unable to hold on to the love that has been her center. After five years, Roy's conviction is suddenly overturned, and he returns to Atlanta ready to resume their life together. Itchy. Yeah. Okay. So, tell me what you thought. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts about this book. I was trying to capture all of my thoughts, and hopefully I articulate them well and Mm -hmm. sound intelligent. We'll see. Um, Okay. So, I think I'm going to give this book a B+. However... There are so many things that I really liked about it, and it is a little bit difficult for me to put my finger yeah. on exactly why it's not an A for me. Mm. It it might be because I I so disagreed with so with the main character's actions in so many yes. ways. Yet at the same time, and this book was told from from their three different perspectives: Celestial, yes. Roy, and Andre. It would kind of switch here and there. At the same time, when I was reading from their perspective, I completely empathized and felt I can see how you're acting that way and making these decisions given the circumstance. So I do think it is a testament to the author's writing that she could have you empathize even as you were disagreeing. Yeah, that's true. And, And I didn't dislike the characters like right. sometimes you really dislike a character right. when you don't agree with them but I didn't find that so so I think it's a testament to the writing and I, I did really like the writing I was interested to read the book as I was reading it so and I I always love to read a couple of book reviews or try to read an interview with the author um, or something when we're 
preparing for one of these book clubs. And I did found, find a short interview with the author. Um, and she said, kind of speaking to this, being able to empathize with the characters, she said, I really hope people who read this book will find themselves unsure of which character they identify with the most. Mm -hmm. I just want readers to walk away thinking this situation is more complicated than I thought. Yeah. And she definitely accomplished that. that. Mm -hmm. Did that. Um, so one thing I really liked about the book, we get this very intimate look at, at one marriage that is crumbling. And I think that that is... Although it's prevalent, it's uh-huh. it's rare to get that close look unless right. you are going through it yourself. In that marriage, or, yeah. Yeah, or probably a very close friend just because all of those little nuances and the emotions mm-hmm. and all those little decisions. Where things kind of take a turn. And, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, so that just felt so intimate and comfortable at times mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. but just very interesting, kind of that so uncomfortable you can't look away. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that her use of the letters between Roy and Celestial in prison were really a, like a technique that gave us that intimacy because mm-hmm. they're kind of referencing, um, you know, little inside jokes and just being so candid mm-hmm. with each other. Um, I thought there was great symbolism in the book. Uh, Celestial making these dolls, these unloving, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. inhuman dolls, Mm -hmm. um, kind of that symbol of an absent baby from their marriage. Cause there was all that about them wanting to have a baby. She ended up having an abortion when Mm -hmm. she was pregnant with their baby. Um, right when Roy was going to prison, um, and, and also the baby babies that they most certainly would have had probably right. if Roy hadn't gone to right. prison. So that was just a, a, a And how they a all sad... like looked like him kind yes. of, where they had this like, yes. he was a big muse to her. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just very interesting. Um, also, I loved the symbolism and it was such a climax of the book when Roy returns from prison, goes to visit Celestial and and knows that she's been sleeping with Andre and mm-hmm. that now they're a couple and he takes the ax to that family mm-hmm. tree. Mm-hmm. That was so intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I liked that symbolism both in terms of their, I think their immediate family that it's falling apart. Mm-hmm. And then I think there's also that greater symbolism just in our country mm-hmm. of how, black families Mm -hmm. can be ripped apart, impacted in Mm -hmm. horrific ways because of the state of racism and race relations in our country. And I didn't notice that the book cover had the the tree tree. being Mm -hmm. cut. I I noticed the tree, but I didn't notice the cut at the Mm -hmm. bottom until I was just kind of re-looking at it, preparing for this outline. I really like that when book covers... As you read the book, you actually see more. On you the understand, book right? Yeah, it was very, very interesting. Um, let's see. So I did think that the book left me wondering, and I think maybe the author wants you to wonder, what would have happened in their relationship, their marriage, if Roy hadn't been arrested? Right. It was very interesting because there were clues that there they had some marriage troubles. Right. She was alluding to him being unfaithful. Right. Um, you know, just navigating their two uh, career aspirations and everything. Money as money. Yeah, things yeah, and, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think it leaves me wondering about that. But then obviously, there are all of these 
forces inside, outside of their mm-hmm. marriage that end up impacting that. Right. So it's just, just really, really interesting. Um, let me see a couple more things. Maybe I'll let you get into some of okay. your review and I'll fill in too. I okay. have a few more thoughts. So I, I feel like I always rate books like A's or B's, but truthfully mm-hmm. it was probably like books that I'm just, I'm entertained enough to keep reading, but they were just okay for yeah. me or missing the mark somewhere. Yeah. is probably more of a C. Mm-hmm. So I gave it a C. Okay. Um, I do think that there was great writing. I think that there was some very poignant um, quotes and things about love and marriage in particular. And I, I do think, okay, here's where it missed the mark for me. Number one, I do find the whole woman torn between two men mm-hmm. storyline mm-hmm. always frustrating. Ah, okay. It leaves me feeling like, it never leaves me liking the female character. Gotcha. It makes me feel like, She's indecisive and mm. waffling and needs mm-hmm. these approval of both of these men. And so mm-hmm. she doesn't feel like a strong female character to mm-hmm. me. Um, and I get it that that happens in life. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I have a hard time relating to that. And I never end up liking that particular mm. plot twist. Mm-hmm. It just comes off as it, the woman always comes off to me as like indecisive and kind of self-indulgent. Like you've made your choice mm-hmm. then Okay. And I know it's more complicated than that, but that's how I feel about it as I'm reading the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like some things plot wise and just um, relationship wise were like some things were too tidy mm. and too coincidental. Mm-hmm. And then other things were too overly dramatic. I, I get that there's definitely a strong point being made in the book that, you know, there's even a quote in the book, much of life is timing and circumstance. And mm-hmm. I see that now. Mm-hmm. So I think that some of that was intentional, mm-hmm. right? To show like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could miss it by this much. Or if you weren't staying at this hotel, that wouldn't right. have happened. Or right. So I get that there's a point to be made there. But it also, um, I think when you're... Uh, then you're trying to show this intimate portrait of a marriage, but there's these almost silly coincidences. Mm, it's, it's a difficult, I guess I was maybe, yeah, I was expecting it to be maybe a little bit more like this is the drama that happens in the mundane day to day Mm -hmm. life in an American marriage. Mm -hmm. And, and even it could have been their marriage still. And more of that story, if he had not gone to jail, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. how class and race and Mm -hmm. all of the things like play into that. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that that was maybe what I was expecting, and so mm-hmm. that's why I didn't like it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it'll. I think we have a question later about that. That I I kind of have some thoughts on that yeah. too, and agree, but kind of have some follow up okay. thoughts. But let's get into it. And in yeah, later I feel like there's question. a. Um, yeah, I do have more to say about that in that question too. The, there's like a believability of the case situation for me too. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. think that even if not that that doesn't happen, not that mm-hmm. especially there's obviously a point to be made about, you know, how it does not take much to convict a black man and yes. how we're eager as a society to incarcerate black men mm-hmm. and the effect that that has on their relationships in America. But I wish it would have then, if you're going to make that point, then mm-hmm. dive into that a little bit mm-hmm. and look at the unfairness of the case and some mm-hmm. of the evidence presented or, or have a section of that mm-hmm. devoted to that because mm-hmm. then it just felt trite. Gotcha. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, wait, wait, what happened? She right. just said he did. And so now he's in jail. Like- yeah, yeah. It was interesting. And I was kind of, I, I kind of felt a, a little bit the same as I was reading it too, because it, it is such a pivotal, Yeah, everything Plot around the line. story uh-huh. revolves around that afterwards. And it was kind of a very tidy, quick, 
it yes. happened, the accused, the trial, he's off to jail and they're writing letters back and forth. And I was kind of reading about that and it sounds like it was a very intentional choice by the author. She did want to get into just the and what happens details. afterwards. Exactly. Okay. But I, but I kind of agree just because you're not expecting that to happen. So then it kind of jerks you this right. other way and right. you just feel like you need like, wait, really? And you're a little bit stuck in this like, um, maybe showing a little bit of the complexity around that would also help me understand like what celestial has been through with mm-hmm. the case because I, I felt like, Oh, I mean, you're kind of having a bit of a sob story here when mm-hmm. he's the one falsely inc- incarcerated mm-hmm. because right. you have to go visit him. Right. But, yeah. it, but maybe if you would like show, show me what she'd kind of been uh-huh. drugged through and how it was maybe affecting her career or mm-hmm. that she was nervous, it would. And all. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like it left you like, um, stuck in this place of, yeah, that's not quite believable Uh the way that went down. Mm -hmm. And so then it was hard to connect. And you know, one thing that's interesting, and I couldn't find anything about this in my reading of the reviews, but when they were talking about, I think maybe they were looking back at that night that they stayed in the hotel, Mm -hmm. which is when uh, Roy ends up being arrested and falsely accused of raping a woman there. So he had gone earlier that evening, gone to help this, they said older, elderly woman, mm-hmm. um, like do something. She needed help, ice, ice maker, some, or something, yeah. something like that. And it was interesting because it was, it was right within, I feel like those few paragraphs around that, that they first mentioned that Roy was not being totally faithful as yeah. a husband. Mm-hmm. It, to me, it, at least the way I'm remembering it and as I was reading it, those were mentioned so closely and then there were kind of so few details. I was like, wait, are we supposed to think he did do it? Yes. Are we supposed to think there is doubt or are we supposed to know that he didn't like it said, you know, celestial knows he didn't. So your main characters are saying, I didn't do it. I know he didn't do it and I want to believe them, but it was just interesting to me. So I wasn't sure if that was a slight mistiming by the author or if she did want to introduce a little bit of doubt, if it's almost trying to trying to show you like somehow somehow simulate that, like, well, that somebody doesn't have to be perfect. Right. Doesn't mean they, they belong in jail. Yes. Right. Or, and and I, and I do really like that. Mm -hmm. And that's something I wrote like, yes, just because someone isn't a perfect person does not mean they need to be incarcerated. Right. 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 Exactly. They are no more deserving than, you know, someone else who isn't um, unfaithful to their wife, for example. Um, But just the timing of that to me, it just left me feeling like, wait, am I supposed to be like as the, as they were fighting the case to get it appealed and stuff. Mm -hmm. I just, it just kind of left me questioning. And I wasn't, I wasn't sure if that was distracting me or if I was supposed to be feeling that way. So it's just kind of weird. No, I agree. It was the plot the way the pacing of the plot and mm. the way that things happened left me like distracted from some of the intimacy that I think she did really well. Right. Gotcha. Um, in the, in the relationships and mm-hmm. in the characters and whatever, and mm-hmm. left me like, well, I mean, <laughs> why didn't you just go, you know, uh-huh. it's easy to say as the outsider, right. but it's just how I felt as the reader. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I do. That being said, there were some quotes on love and marriage in particular mm-hmm. that I really, really did like, mm-hmm. and just about the imperfection of it. Like, I'll just read a couple of okay, those. Yeah. Um, and I can't even remember who's exactly talking here. If it's 
I think it's celestial. And she's saying, sometimes it's exhausting for me to simply walk into the house. I try and calm myself. Remember that I've lived alone before. Sleeping by myself didn't kill me then. It will not kill me now. This is what loss has taught me of love. Our house isn't simply empty. Our home has been emptied. Mm. Love makes a place in your life and it makes a place for itself in your bed. Invisibly, it makes a place in your body, rerouting all of your blood vessels, throbbing right alongside your heart. And when it's gone, nothing is whole again. And I thought that was just an amazing description of grief Mm. and how um, there's no really, you don't move on. Mm -hmm. You have this like piece of you that is Mm -hmm. forever changed. And I just thought that that was really good. The house being, it's not empty. It's been emptied speaks to like that violence and the assault. Like it's not like a decision that they made. It has been put upon them in a very unfair way. Um, And something she says where I did kind of, I could see where she was coming from with this when she said like a marriage is more than your heart. It's your life. And we are not sharing ours Mm -hmm. to where even I'm sure people feel that way, you know, who have spouses that travel a ton Mm -hmm. for work or who, again, not the same thing as incarceration, but that, Mm -hmm. or that are deployed where it's Mm -hmm. like that takes a toll, whether that's a noble thing or not, or whether Mm -hmm. he, he, you know, was rightly put in prison or Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. that, that distance and that that day to day. Yeah. That inability to share your day to day. And I think that gets to, and I think this is probably another question that the novel begs. I kept thinking like, can I blame any of them given the circumstances? Right. Right. It's not like they were married for 10 years. Mm -hmm. They were newlyweds. Mm -hmm. You know, they'd barely built this relationship. Mm -hmm. They were kind of having some troubles. They were trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden, yeah, not even like being separated, but then for it also to come with this just huge emotional burden. Right. Right. Especially, you know, it would be one thing too if he had actually committed a crime, right. but then to be falsely accused. And I kept thinking too, you know, they talked about it at their family dinners and things like this, this is a fear that like, mm-hmm. this is a possibility mm-hmm. because of the color of our skin. Mm-hmm. And, and here we are, we're doing everything right. We are making our life mm-hmm. and now it's befallen us. Like right. we are susceptible to just for this frustratingly simple reason of the color of our skin, yeah. I guess. So mm-hmm. anyway, so ha- having this new marriage and then um, having all of that emotional burden and then being separated, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, what would you do? Yeah. No, totally. You want to think I would be the committed, upstanding wife. What would it really be like? Right. And, and, And for the same thing, Roy... Here I am falsely accused with a 12-year prison sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to expect you to be faithful and wait for me and come and visit me. Right. You know? At no, the like same that, time. that is who I felt the most connected to because mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, right. dude is in jail and right. she is hooking. And I get it that it's important, that pain and that is your best friend that you've... Uh-huh. I get how it happens and I'm not faulting. Right. So I, I just thing, can, you can relate, relate but you also disagree. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just, it was hard to like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. I think that there is just, again, I do believe that some things were, and like you said in the author's interview that she overly simplified some things on purpose mm-hmm. to move along with the more intimate details. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, oh, I just don't know. Like we'll talk about, but his 
bio father being in jail with him. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. That's very tidy. This is too tidy That's for me. Tidy. Like, even if he would have maybe found out about him and gone to visit uh-huh. or something, right. but just right. to be end up in the cell the together. Cell. I'm like, okay, this is a little... <laughs> This is a little cheesy at this point in time. So we'll talk more about that. But I did have, um, oh, I had one more quote that I did really love. Uh, I'm I'm not sure who's saying it in the story, but they say, is it love or is it convenience? She explained that convenience, habit, comfort, obligation, these are all things that wear the same clothing as love sometimes. Mm, I I was like, that. that is good. Love is complicated. And I was thinking about, if you remember, they had met in college Mm -hmm. and she was dating someone else or just he was unavailable, but also just seemed like kind of this arrogant guy. And she was just kind of like, whoa, like, who is that? It was not like love at first sight. It was kind of like, okay, who is that guy? Then they run into each other in New York when Mm -hmm. she's waitressing and he's there with his business colleagues. And I think that there is that like, that recognition, like that comfort of someone I recognize that knows where I'm from down to my college, like how I grew up Mm -hmm. in this. I mean, especially in in a culture of the deep South, like that is, there's something that has a presence in and of itself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then here being in Manhattan, you know, and so you would call her Georgia. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of interesting. um, And I don't remember if that's what the quote is kind of talking about. It, it did almost seem like I, I was kind of wondering just, okay, they have that shared background like do they really have enough in common Mm -hmm. for like a Mm long-term you know marriage and and maybe they would if they had had that time right to like really get to know each other and be together well and the interesting thing is i think if i recall that this was this quote comes from her thinking about andre andre interesting and so it kind of goes both ways like is it and and is it wrong that love also is those things Mm -hmm. sometimes right and how does it you know It's interesting. Yeah, it really is. Um, I have one other thing that I was just reading a little bit um, about the book. And so I just wanted to to read this because I thought it was interesting. Kind of talks about how she kind of got the idea for the book. So it says, during a fellowship to Harvard, writer Tayari Jones spent months and months studying the intersection of race and criminal justice. She learned a lot about the American criminal justice system. She knew all the grim statistics, but she was still searching for the inspiration for a novel novel she'd hoped to write, one that involved an individual's encounter with the system and the subsequent ripples that touch that person's community. Then while she was in Atlanta visiting her mother, she found what she needed during a routine trip to the shopping mall. I overheard a couple arguing, she remembers. The woman was beautifully dressed, cashmere coat, the whole nine. The young man having the heated discussion, Joan says, he looked fine, but she looked great. And she said to him, Roy, you know you wouldn't have waited for me for seven years. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. This wouldn't have happened to you in the first place. Oh, that actually happened. And in the right there, something clicked. She found what she needed. Oh. So very interesting. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I love that for many reasons. Like one, that it, you know, and, and who knows how much of the conversation she um, heard and whether that was based on yeah. incarceration or whatever. Yeah. I love that she used the name Roy. Uh, yeah. And I just, I, and as a writer, that's like, that's what I want to happen exactly. to me. I want to hear you're, a conversation. You're percolating, percolating, yeah. and then it just like clicks. Yeah. Like, so I just thought that was such a cool story mm-hmm. for kind of that those is reasons. Cool. Yeah. 
Okay, so this was an Oprah's Book Club pick. It's mm-hmm. very popular. Yep. So I chose a couple of questions from the Oprah Book Club discussion okay. questions. Because, I mean, who asks better questions than Oprah? Let's no just one. be real. The first one, um, the title of this novel is An American Marriage. Do you feel this title accurately represents the novel? Why or why not? And if you do find it appropriate, what about the story makes it particularly American? This is a great question and definitely something I thought about as I got into the book. I went to this book in my favorite way, not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so kind of, I think almost like you were alluding to what I was just reading the title, what I instantly thought of was, I bet this is going to be about a marriage and just something about it. I felt like this marriage, is, it's going to be um, tested in some way. It's going to fall apart in some way. Um and I will admit I was picturing white characters. Yeah. Just that's yeah. what comes mm-hmm. to mind. Um, so it was not what I expected in terms of just, you know, I thought it would kind of be falling in love, getting married, the house, the kids, just everyday stress mm-hmm. kind of a yeah, stuff. And too. maybe how people worked through it or it kind of couldn't um, withstand those things. Um, but as I as I got into it, I what I found was that I do think the title is so perfect. And I think there's this wry or dark, some kind of irony about it because the way I think that this marriage did unfold is so truly American, unfortunately, where we have this enduring racism Mm -hmm. where black men are much more likely than white men to be wrongly convicted and incarcerated and or killed and taken from their families that way. Exactly. And so in all these ways leading up to his wrongful conviction, they are leading this life that could be interchanged with white characters, Mm. which maybe is what you would Mm. like the book that just from the title, Mm -hmm. maybe some of us were picturing. And then it is that instance, the wrong, the wrong Mm -hmm. conviction and incarceration that is so much more likely to happen to someone with black or brown skin Mm -hmm. in this country. Um, And like that is part of, living in America, like that, like a truth that all of us have to face and live with and, um, you know, hopefully take means to, to try to make it better. Mm -hmm. Um, but so anyway, I I thought that that was just a very like on the nose Mm -hmm. title Mm -hmm. for that reason. And I really liked kind of those, that layered meaning that almost the more you get into the book, you that yeah. title makes makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I did think there were so many elements of marriage that are applicable to anyone, despite the color right. of your skin in America, to um, to people with career aspirations, career, yeah, that independence. Piece yeah, and, and mm-hmm. like like making yourself uh, Roy, especially you know pulling himself up from humble beginnings, mm-hmm. like by his bootstraps, mm-hmm. you know now starting to make real money. I mean, that's the American dream. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it was all just yanked away from him. Right. So anyway, so I, I ended up really loving the yeah. title and the kind of all of that. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I think the simplicity of it implies that there's more to it, right? Like you're supposed to, because it's funny when you read something like that, it, it's so telling of our society and our biases that like when you read an American family, the American dream, the, what do you, picture? you picture white family, picket mm-hmm. fence, golden retriever. Two kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a, they, she's making a very strong point there. Like this is America too. Yes. You know, exactly. and that like, Oh, you didn't even expect these characters to be black. Did you? Right. Because when we, yeah, we have that, like, this is, 
when things are labeled that way in a marketing way, mm-hmm. it, it tends to go along with the images yes, that exactly. follow what we've, what exactly. we've been shown. And how, how much we leave everybody else's experience out of mm-hmm. the American way, quote mm-hmm. unquote. So mm-hmm. it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, and I do think in general, like you said, just some amazing thoughts on marriage and, mm-hmm. and what that institution <laughs> brings to our lives, mm-hmm. how complicated and intimate it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I, wa- I was just expecting it to be more about marriage twists and turns within more normal circumstances. Right. But then I think that, that maybe one of the points that she is making is that this is normal. Yes, I think so. You know, um, right. this kind of thing, how normal, it's scary how normal and easy it actually mm-hmm. is yeah. to convict a black man of anything right. Right. Um, before you've even taken them to trial mm-hmm. <laughs> with your gun in the street. Mm-hmm. And then to be in the black community and how incarceration of so many black men in America ruins families and ruins yes. relationships. And there's a large gap mm-hmm. in black families mm-hmm. of black men and then mm-hmm. black men not being raised with black men and not mm-hmm. knowing how to be a black man mm-hmm. and like all of the things, again, speaking from the very outside, yes, but that um, are an obvious problem and mm-hmm. an obvious epidemic. And I think that she's making that point, which I really did like mm-hmm. in the title goes a long way to do that yeah, so agree um what do you think speaking of black men what yeah. do you think about roy's two father figure relationships in this book we haven't said much about that but yeah there's big roy who uh-huh. is his stepfather, stepfather but has raised him from little on yeah. what was he like four i can't rem- i can't remember now honestly and and did he end up changing his name then or i can't or was she pregnant at the time Roy's I think mom. I think she w- had already had him, and it was a package deal. But I can't she, exactly remember. She changed his name to Roy because he does share the same name. As oh, his right, stepfather. right. That's that's when I was thinking. I, about I forget it. that. I think they did talk about that detail, yeah. but I forget. <laughs> so yeah, who raised him was his mm-hmm. father in every single way, um, and then Walter, who was his biological mm-hmm. father, who he didn't know, mm-hmm. who ends up being conveniently conveniently <laughs> placed in the same cell. <laughs> Which he learns oh, later on is so his funny. father. So funny. And he do, it does sort of have just this mythical quality kind of calls him, what does he call him? Ghetto Yoda? Yeah. Or something He's like, like very that. philosophical. Yes, and, exactly. And what you'd so expect. it is kind of like, you know, uh, Luke in, in Star Wars. Yes. Like when he, like just in this dark, dark cave, <laughs> you know? And <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, just interesting. So yeah, Big Roy is this loving father figure, I mean, who was so devoted to Roy's mom. Mm-hmm. Like they really had this amazing yes. marriage. Yes. Um uh and and then it was both to me, I was thinking about it. It seems both believable and unbelievable for Roy to find himself in a cell with his father. I mean, if you think about it. Here, his father was someone who, and I can't remember what it was that he was, someone on a Segway just zoomed by. <laughs> Neighborhood news. Neighborhood it news was one, It was one of those Segways that didn't have the, it was just like <gasps> the hoverboard situation. I was like, whoa. <laughs> What's happening? Okay. Your mouth just dropped open. You're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. So I was thinking you know, his mom was pregnant and then her, I guess her, I can't remember if they were married or her boyfriend at the time goes to prison. And I, I don't think she moved very far. Right. And so it is kind it's of plausible like, that they would be in the same of, prison. Yeah, sort of plausible, mm-hmm. but it is just a, 
obviously a little pat for them to be just yes. in the same prison yeah. cell. Um, but just kind of interesting, these two kind of different um, father figures. The big Roy is that, you know, loving, supportive father that prepared him for kind of normal life. Mm-hmm. And then when he is in prison, mm-hmm. it's kind of this other father that he needs mm-hmm. that it's like, I've been here. Here's what you need to survive. Mm-hmm. Kind of here's this life advice that Big Roy wouldn't have been able to give him because right. he hadn't had that right. experience. So I guess just kind of interesting, maybe those like the different parents that you might need over right. time, right. kind of like that. Um, so just kind of just yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, I definitely just had such a hard time getting into anything. Once you knew that was his biological father, like, you're like, what? "Okay, <laughs> I am not taking anything right. you say seriously." Like it could have been just another inmate. Yeah, that... I just feel like it wasn't even necessary, other than I yeah. guess trying to show the generational incarceration and the effect that mm-hmm. that has. And yeah. I mean, I think there was something to be said for that, or even mm-hmm. maybe knowing that his father was in the prison would have worked, or. Yeah he could come visit him and tell him about like when his right. wife could no longer handle coming to visit him. Yeah. Maybe he steps up cause he's been there and right, something right, right. like that would have been yeah. more believable than like <laughs> you're in the same cell. Right. Yes. So I just had a yes. very hard time with that. And then it was hard for me to get into anything that they gotcha. talked about. And I also felt like he was a little bit like, yeah, it was like, the street smarts, the how to survive in prison, whatever, but like almost like cliche, like mm-hmm. he was a kind of a cliched character yeah. at that point. And maybe yeah. it's because of how right you were introduced to him. You're like, right. I mean, okay, and I could I guess like what you're going to tell didn't him. get into as much of the emotion of it. And maybe it was because we were learning about it from just the letters and mm-hmm. he was just kind of having to tell celestial these things we weren't seeing. I don't think as much like their actual interactions, but I mean, I can't even imagine being confronted like even just given the circumstances you're wrongly convicted in prison and then suddenly you're confronted with this here's man, your birth father yeah. you know that has absent from your life and, yeah and bringing up all that emotion of that i mean that's just but then did lot. not getting into that that's too and all of a sudden exactly. he's a trusted advisor exactly. you're like okay well right i just don't think any yeah. of that would happen and, that way and seem to you know it didn't seem like it got too lovey-dovey mushy yeah like it seemed like you know it wasn't like okay now this man that actually raised right. me now my loyalty is switched or anything so at least it didn't seem to go just over the top yeah. but it did seem like very quickly he was just okay with it yeah like, like that's fine. and you know and you're kind of now my second dad yeah you know? it's okay it's just <laughs> it's weird yeah that was weird um i did love big roy oh and i think there was a big point to be made with big roy about how not all black men are in prison not mm-hmm. all men black mm-hmm. men don't know how to be a father here is one who had mm-hmm. no obligation even mm-hmm. to be Roy's father mm-hmm. and stepped up to the plate. And mm-hmm. I think that that's obviously a point the author was making that mm-hmm. like, don't stereotype, yeah. you know? So I liked that. Um, and when he kept Andre at the house, so remember cute. when Roy's out of prison yes. and then Roy's like, yes. okay, I got to go see Celestial on my he's own. Like, nope. And he's 24 like, hours. yeah. And he's like, I don't have a phone or I can't remember yeah. all the things he yeah. made up. And, and he even, you know, was like, times have been real tough. I don't, I can't afford my phone bill and stuff. And then later he's like, I can afford my phone bill. Like what <laughs> I are you said thinking? that to you. Give him a minute. Yeah. Like he's, I really loved that. Yeah, I loved how he was like, 
um, it just showed how he had a little bit like deteriorated without his wife yeah. and just so sweet. And he like didn't know how to really make dinner for himself. Yeah. And he kept making those salmon cakes yes. that were like sounded so gross. <laughs> right. like, Please don't make me eat those. Yeah. It just, I think that there was a big theme in the story too. And even in Andre and Celestial's relationship that I, I could relate to and understand like just that family is more than blood mm. and the people who are with you and mm-hmm. who you hold hands with and who you get through tough things in life mm-hmm. with become your family in a yeah. way that can't be replicated, mm-hmm. you know, any mm-hmm. other way. Um, and so I did just love that. And he was obviously a big part of that too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I could not even handle him alone at the end. Just mm-hmm. so cute and mm-hmm. still kind of like gruff and whatever, but taking care of Roy then when he gets out of prison yeah. and trying to make him a dinner and like yeah. giving him his advice and mm. just... I just really love that character. Yeah, yeah, so Yeah, me too. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up book club for this time. I think so. Thank you for listening. You can connect with us between episodes on Instagram and Facebook or by sending us an email at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. You guys send us the most thoughtful emails and yes. we just love it. Thank you so much. Uh, find the show notes for our episodes at girlnextdoorpodcast.com and we would love to hear what you think of this book. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Prison was a metaphor. He wasn't actually in prison. He wasn't actually in prison. That wasn't actually, his dad wasn't even there. It was a hallucination. Like, all right then, well. Do you remember what you were saying? I have no idea. I know it was something very intelligent though.